Welcome to SickCast, brought to you by Sick Research Institute, illuminating every path. Hello, welcome to the SickCast. My name is Manpreet Singh. Thank you for being with us today. Today, we are going to replay one of the first few Shabbat of the Week podcasts we did. The podcast is called Your Nam is the Merchandise and the Trade Indeed. Here at the Sick Research Institute, we have a video series out on symbolism. In this episode, we look at symbolism in animals as well. And so we thought it would be great to revisit it. And as a special treat, we have Braminder Karchanana reciting it in Gurbani for everyone. We hope you enjoy listening to it. Thank you. Satnam Vaheguru Sahib Jiyo Gauri Paragana Mahala Pahla Harini Hoa Banbasa Kandamul Chunikhao Guru Parasadi Mera Soho Mile Vaari Vaari Ho Jao Jiyo Harini hoa, pan basa, kand mool chun khao. Gur par saadi, mera soho mile, var var ho jau jiyo. Main ban jaran ram ki, tera naam vakhar vapar ji rao. Kokil hoa, amb basa, सहज शब्द विचार सहज सुभाए मेरा सोह मिले दर्शन रूप अपार मछली होवा जल बसा जी जंत सब सार उरवार पार मेरा सोह वसे हो मिलोगी बापसार नागन होवा धरवसा शब्द वसे भोजाए नानक सदा सुहागनी जिन ज्योति ज्योत समाए नागन होवा धरवसा शब्द वसे भोजाए नानक सदा सुहागनी जिन ज्योति ज्योत समाए वाहेगुरु जी का खालसा वाहेगुरु जी की फतेह हेलो एंड वेलकम बैक टू द सिख कास्ट माय नेम इज मनप्रीत सिंह थैंक यू फॉर जॉइनिंग अस अगेन वी आर बैक विद शबद ऑफ द वीक टुडे आई हैव वंस अगेन इनिकार विद मी थैंक यू फॉर जॉइनिंग अस अगेन इनिकार Welcome Guru Fateh Manpreet and Guru Fateh to your listeners. Guru Fateh. And today's Shabad of the week is Your Naam is the Merchandise and the Trade Indeed. So without further ado, let's get into it. Um, this Shabad is by Guru Nanak Sahib and it is in uh, Gauri Bairagan Rag. It is on uh, Ang, page 157. of the guru granth sahab 
And before I go into the Shabbat, I just want you to um, have one piece of information that this entire Shabbat is filled with symbolisms and metaphors and things of that nature. So think about that in, you know, as you're listening to it in that light. Um, and the rag, which is uh, it is sung in, it is the rag of an empty sadness. This is the sadness of a separation, of a longing. But it's not a sadness that invokes depression because there's hope and there is also that the possibility. So while there is that sadness, um, it's not depression, which is different. Depression is different from sadness. So here we go. Here's the, um, the transcreation of the Shabbat. If I were to become a doe dwelling in the forest, picking and eating grass and plants, if I were to meet husband divine by Guru's grace, I would continuously adore you, O breath of breath, O life of life. I am a trader of the charmer divine. Your naam is the merchandise and the trade indeed. Reflect. Rahaulain, if I were to become a coil dwelling on a mango tree, I would reflect intuitively on Shabbat. If I were to meet my husband divine naturally and intuitively, I would see the vision and the form of the infinite. If I were to become a fish dwelling in the water divine, I would be in the domain of the one who takes care of all life forms. I would meet my husband divine with open arms who dwells all around. If I were to become a serpent dwelling in the ground, I would become fear-free as Shabbat dwells within. Those whose light merges with the light become bright lovers forever. So, you know, the metaphors and the symbolisms which are being used is, they're quite incredible. Now, like the deer lives in the forest and nourishes itself with, you know, with whatever vegetation is available. She's just content and happy living like that. And it's in that spirit that I too want to live my life in that carefreeness. And then living like that by grace, I know grace will, will happen. And when I am graced, I will meet the husband divine, Saho. And then in, I would be surrendering continuously to this breath of breath, this life of life. So it is that. And then the Rahau line is, I am the traitor of the Chama Divine. Chama Divine, I have translated Ram as Chama Divine because Ram is the one who's died in that color and it's that, um, that attribute of the divine that is deeply dyed in love and has a very pleasing and a charming quality to it. So I have used Chama Divine for that. And then your name, I'm a traitor of the Charma Divine, and your Nam, your essence, 
Your color is what I yearn to trade in. I want to be dyed in that color. I want to be imbued in that color. To that, that's that how the main line. I am the trader. I want to be just trading in this color, in this love. Now we come to the second one. I've kept the word coil. Now coil is a cuckoo bird. And, uh, you know, um, the coil in South Asian literature, um, the mango tree symbolizes eternal love. And the relationship between the mango tree, which is laden with blossoms, and, and the coil is that of a lover and the beloved. Now let's look at that once you know what that symbolism in, is. Now the Koei loves the mango tree. She dwells there. That's her first choice. She wants to sing there. She wants to be intoxicated with that beauty of that fragrance. It's a natural high for her to be in that state. It's natural. So here it is. If I become a lover of the beloved, of my beloved, then what would happen? Then the Shabbat would flow effortlessly within me. And in that effortlessness, in that natural state, I would meet my husband divine. And I would have the darshan. We've spoken about darshan. I would envision the visible form. I would be able to experience that. That's the relationship between the lover and the beloved. Then we come to the fish. Now, if I were to become a fish, I want to live in that ocean, that divine ocean. So it's that vastness. The ocean is, is the creation, is the creator. And in this ocean, in uh, there are all other lives. They're all being nourished by the one who cares for all of them. I am just one of them. I'm not special. I'm just like anyone else. I recognize that. And then that ego is not there anymore because that recognition that I am like everyone else that is being nourished by that one. And in that egoless state of mind, I would meet my husband divine. The one, which husband divine? The one who is pervading everywhere. And it's that fish that when she flows in that wisdom, that that one, you know, that one is that caretaker. There's that total acceptance in that total surrender she meets the one. Then it is, if I were to become a serpent, you know, the serpent hides. And when does she come out? She comes out the minute she hears the charmer, the snake charmer, with the music of the flute. It's the sound, it's the music of the flute that draws her out and intoxicates her and she becomes carefree and she surrenders herself completely to that music. That music becomes a part of her. Like the Shabbat has become a part of you. She becomes carefree 
and that Shabbat becomes part of her, that music becomes part of her. And then what happens, that last line, so powerful, then it's that ultimate. It's those whose light merges with the light. They become Sohagarnan. You know, but they, they are the Sada Sohagans. And we've spoken about the state of Sohagans, what Sohagans mean. It's that consciousness where you have experienced that oneness. And when you experience that oneness, then there's that your joy, you're in that state of joyousness and everything is just fulfilled. And it's like the state of that I dwell in Shabbat and Shabbat dwells in me. And it is that Sada Sohagan stage, is that that forever stage, that eternal stage where you've experienced the oneness. You know, there's a great deal of symbolism of behavior in this in this Shabbat. Uh, you know, in Indian culture and even in other cultures, many times animals have been used with um, with a negative association, a connotation. Now, if we take in the case of the deer or the doe, in the in Hindu mythology, it's the deer that enchanted Sita, which led her to being abducted. So it's not being looked at very favorably. And then we have the serpent, which is always used for illusion and maya. But here, Guru uses all the animal symbolisms in a very positive light. The negativity of these animals is not even looked at. Here in the Shabbat, it is like the animals, not like. It is the animals too are longing to be united with their creator, with the divine. Yeah, when I, I look back at to the Japji Sab, the entire Japji Sab to me is like there is the one thing that uh, anything that the Guru is asking of the Divine is that may I always remember you. May I always be the one and all. This is really the essence of Gurbani. And everything flows from that. So in every being, in every behavior, let me see you in all. This is that eternal, that message that, you know, we need to remember. What is it? If you break it down, what is it in two lines? What is Kurbani telling you? And that's what it's telling you. May you always remember the one. And may you see the one and all. So in every being, in every behavior, see the one and all. See that positive element and all. And Kurbani helps us through Shabbat, helps us to see that. Because only when we can see the positive and the one and all, then that spirit of Chartikala flows. You know, we keep using this word Chartikala. But where does the spirit, where does that flow from? Where does it come from? It comes from the belief there's one in all. So um, I want to digress a bit over here. You know, every shepherd has what we call, yes, one, you know, different types of interpretations. 
And I was, when I was looking at the Shabbat and working with the Shabbat, that's actually Shabbat works with me. And at the end it was, you know, and I looked at it, and it might be a bit of a stretch, but I want to share that. Because I, everything to me, it begins with the longing. Because if there's no longing, nothing can happen. So longing is that first step. And then when you long for something, you want to be part of an experience. What is it that you're longing for? And I looked at the lines of the doe, of the deer, and all I saw wasn't that, you know, the contentment and the acceptance was there. And in that contentment and acceptance, possibility of meeting the divine is very much there and then I looked at the stage of the coil and she is that it's that stage of the lover to become a lover who wants to be with the beloved above all and in that effort in that stage when you become that lover effortlessly you meet beloved because your love is so strong and then I looked at the fish, and this is that stage of the, when the ego vanishes, and one sees the one pervading all. At that stage, also, you experience the one. And that the serpent, that is the stage of, of intoxication, where you have, there is contentment, there is the lover in you, and you see the one in all. And that's a stage of intoxication, where everything is just dyed in that color. And you become totally carefree. And this is that stage where you evolve into that stage of that eternal pride, where you become part of your consciousness becomes part of a larger consciousness. The immersion, the acceptance, the surrender, everything is just total. It's complete. Hence, Sadha is that eternal. You are the eternal bride. You know, from the stage of the lover, you've become the bride. What the Shabbat says speaks to me. Do you have any thoughts, Manpreet? Yeah, I mean, very powerful once again. You know, when you were reading it, and I'm listening to you and I'm reading it online as well, for me, the the main thing that the word that keeps shouting at me is harmony. And how do you find harmony with everything around you, no matter where you are and who you are and what situation you're in? How do you find be, you know, going back again, once again, uh, to God, how do you find that oneness and everything um, and the metaphors of the animals that are in the Shabbat, they're all in different situations in different worlds, but they're finding harmony in their, in their life with, with nature, really. Um, so that's, that's a, I've heard that concept many times, but it's very, uh, powerful. Uh, it's even more powerful uh, 
reading the Shabbat and uh, listening to you uh, recite it uh, in the transcreation, because it just validates again that it's it's very important to be uh, to have harmony around you or your connection with the Nam, your connection with the Ikhwan God. Uh, will be non-existent if that doesn't happen as well. So it's um, great. That's 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 how I read it, and that's what I get out of it. You know, the entire essence, like I had said before, of, of Bani is really, may I never forget you, and may I see the one and all. It's that simple. So how may I not forget you, because may I always remember you, see you in everything. And uh, even, I mean, look at it as even the animals, if you look at it in that light, everything is yearning for that union. Here we have the animals too. Think about it. I mean, that's just as, it is that the creator is part of the creation. The creator is in the creation and everything that is evolving and everything is is in that tune. So the sound, the water flowing, uh, the wind moving, everything is in hukam. This is where, you know, the, I mean, for the analytical mind, this is difficult. But for the lover, for, or for the one who, who believes, or that the essence, that the one is in all, and the one is pervading everywhere, this is very natural. So there is the analytical mind, and then there is a mind that has said, no, I believe. And that's why, you know, nature, Bani gurus are so close to nature. There's so many shabbats with nature. It's to, be in, to be in tune with that is just is a blessing. You can be in tune with the season. You can be even in tune with the days of the week, the months. You know, gurus have talked about that. Guru has spoken about that. It is making you aware of everything around you. It's that heightened awareness that you're not alone. You're part of something larger. And feel that connection. Don't be in isolation. You're not. You are part of something larger. So that, for me, is that is that and I no am matter, part. Yeah, no matter how small you are, you're part of something. Don't ever forget that. Life lessons for anyone in any age, uh, any struggle, anywhere they are. Uh, you know, my parents always used to tell me. And people say it all the time too, you know, Gurbani has all the answers. You have a you have a question or a problem, Guru Granth Sahib will have all the answers. But this is how we get the answers out, doing things like this where no matter where you are, what situation you're in, how big you are, how small you are, how, you know, income inequality, you know, whatever's going on, you're part of something bigger. And so you could you could be one with the light. You know, it's so it's very it has a different meanings no matter what context you put it in. It could have different meanings for the person in their life. So it's uh, once again, it's a it's an amazing experience. There is a there is a live a webinar which uh, 
we have on the SICRI uh, website as well, which has been done on the uh, symbolisms of animals in the Guru Granth Sahib. So if someone wants to, you know, explore that and delve deep, deeper into that, I would highly recommend that they listen to that webinar and they would be able to probably appreciate this Shabbat and a lot of the Shabbats that have the animal symbolisms, you know, to a greater degree. Oh, yeah, that's great. I highly recommend that webinar. Uh, if anyone listening, uh, please go to sikri.org. You'll see a tab. Uh, you'll see a tab called Experience. Please click on it, which you'll see the Shabbat of the Week. But also on Sikh Research Institute's YouTube page, you could definitely find that webinar, and you can find it on the website as well. So I definitely highly recommend it. Thanks for pointing that out. You know, it's it's as you engage with Shabbat, uh, you get to experience it at multiple levels. I mean, when I had begun that, I didn't, um, you know, the, the, the last part which I talked about, the longing, the contentment, the lover, the, you know, seeing the one in all, and the intoxication, it wasn't that clear, but, you know, I've been working with the Shabbat and it became a lot more clear to me. I could see that, that the stages, and maybe that's what I'm looking for right now at this point in my life. And, you know, it's whatever anybody is looking for at that point in their life, the Shabbat speaks to that. And that's why Shabbat's always new. It's always fresh. And it's never, there's always the answer there. So true. Well, thank you for sharing this Shabbat with us once again. Um, is there any um, any last thoughts, anything you want uh, to say before we let everybody go? Uh, no, I think, um, I think for me it is, you know, certain words which come over and over again. And if we start identifying, not identifying, try to get to a deeper understanding of those words, I think it would it would help in everyone, you know, in in people's spiritual journey. And I think for me, it is the word Sada Sohagan is very important word. Uh, maybe because I'm a woman, and maybe you know, the culturally what Sohagan means. And for me, that word, whenever it appears in a Shabbat, just has a very different connotation, and it's like whoa, this is something I really need to focus on. And and here, you know, the Guru is saying it is to become that eternal bride, lover, is when your light merges with, with the divine light. And you've gone through that, and that's the union which everybody, which, which the seekers seek. And to become a seeker, to become a lover, it's the journey. Those are my thoughts, Manpreet. Thank you once again for sharing your thoughts, sharing this Shabbat with us. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Till next time. Till next time. You are listening to Sick Cast by Sick Research Institute, illuminating every path.